wrestling with the homies. I'm the homie Quan, and I'm getting yelled at right now. <laughs> Before we came live, Sylvan was screaming on me about why Seth Rollins' title isn't important and why Cody Rhodes is outshining him. Like, Jesus Christ, I'm hot. bro. I'm hot, man. Let us press record hey, yo. first. Hot. Let me take out my chains, man. I'm hot. We're gonna get there, man. I'm hot though. We're gonna get like there. We're gonna get there. I don't like it. But anyways, anyways, I'm the homie Quan, and as always, I'm joined by my boy Sylvan Nadon, Sylvan LeCute. Yes, sir. It's murder. And my man's wow. my ace boom coon. <laughs> we go way back like lumberjack. Jay Cooley. I guess I'm gonna say G G G unit. Why did you do it? He did murder ink. He did murder. I did do so murder. I did, did G-Unit. I don't know. I've been listening to that. Cadillac Tie and uh, Ashanti. Hey. Cadillac Tie. Power City Hustler. Ah, wow. Power City Hustler. I have not heard that name in like 12 years. Cadillac Tie, yo. If you wasn't around, first off, you wasn't in the field enough for that. For that Cadillac Pop City time, anthem bro. record, man, then don't you know? Don't no, I remember that. I remember that on rap. Yeah, I, I know. I know you know, Quan. I, 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 you, know, <laughs> you know more. You know more than I do. So man, I'm a sick you man know. when it comes to music, man. Yeah, you're Quan you a hip hop head, man. You are hey. a sick person, dog. <laughs> yeah. Yo, Quan was rapping Onyx raps, and I was listening to "I Believe I Can Fly." That's how different we are, man. <laughs> That's crazy that you listen to "I Believe yeah. I Can Fly." I hate that. Hey, song, I, I love that song, man. We sung it, you know, Yo. fifth grade, fifth grade. Hate just to song. paint the picture, bro. Just to paint the picture of how sick I am with this music shit. Remember when we was driving with Ice, bro? Yes. These dudes about—they <laughs> almost threw me out the car on the freeway because I played some like obscure Nas song from like a Street Fighter soundtrack. <laughs> bro, yo, look, and I love Nas, man, but that record was just—I couldn't believe so I could not. I know it's not, dog. Like Nas is far too hard. Nas is part so hard. That hook was terrible, though. Yeah, the hook was terrible, but the bars. This is when we were on our way to Vegas, like two years ago, and I was playing. It was it, the song is called One on One. If you never heard it, make sure you search that up. It's called Nas One on One. It's from the Street Fighter soundtrack in like two thousand. I mean two thousand from like nineteen ninety six, nineteen ninety seven. Whenever that Street Fighter movie came out, ninety four. And like not, it might have been ninety four. But Nas oh, no, was no, literally no. rapping about like Blanca and Gallo and Ryu, but like he was barring it up, and it had like an old beat that like ended up becoming the new case for not a beat. It's it's fire, it's fire. But these dudes, they was not fire. rocking with it. Like they was yeah. they was legit ready to pull over the car and just throw me out. I did not like that record. I did not like record that record. Hard, and I, I love Nas. I, I, I love Nas. I thought Nas's parts were, were hard, but that hook was so terrible, bro. I couldn't believe what was going on. And I never heard that song. I consider myself like a Nas aficionado, but I never heard that record. I'm going to check it out. Hard. Check that out for sure. But anyway, what's up with y'all, man? How, how y'all feeling this week? How y'all doing? What's up, Cooley? What's going on with you, man? Ain't you moving? You're supposed to be yeah, like, done man. by now, right? Yeah, I got two more weeks left, man. Two more weeks. I'm, I'm going back. To, I'm, I'm going back to the local. You know, I'm be around my boys. You feel me? Yeah, dude. finally. Finally, yeah. We got an event. Man. We got an event tomorrow, yo. Yeah, we do. I know, right? Yo, yeah. who's behind the mask, man? That's who we gonna find out. We gonna I can't believe we about to really find out in like person. I'm gonna be so hot. <laughs> any, I'm be so hot. <laughs> Bro, I feel like in either way I'm gonna be hot. Like if it's CM Punk, I'm gonna be hot. If it's Jack Perry, I'm gonna be hot. I don't care. If it's anybody, I'm gonna be hot. I don't think we find it out tomorrow. And by the by yeah. the time this comes out, 
like we we probably already know, but I don't I don't know if it's gonna be revealed tomorrow. Really? Cause I they haven't said that they were confirming anything. Like, uh, well, I don't know. Well, we find out who's the big signing is tomorrow for sure. Oh, oh yeah, we already yeah. know who that is. We'll get we'll get into that yeah, later. We know. I, I know. Is. I know who that is, and I know Uh-oh. why. I I know why they did that, but you know, it is what it is. But I got a feeling the man behind this mask might end up being Roderick Strong. Oh God, oh, that's my theory. What Roderick <laughs> Strong? Hey, Roderick. Uh, yeah. uh, why not? And let's be honest, Roderick Strong is killing right now. Roderick Strong is hot right now. Like I, I was never He's really hilarious. a Roger Strong guy because uh, facts, but I was never really a fan because like I felt like he he was kind of just a wrestler. He didn't really have a character. But these days, him in that wheelchair with the neck brace, screaming, "Adam, I'm your and best friend." <laughs> <laughs> Bro, he's hilarious, dog. Bro. My man, he'll get up from the wheelchair, start like kicking ass, and then like get back in the wheelchair and put the neck brace on. It's like, yo, what is going on? Hilarious, <laughs> it's a, it's it's dumb hilarious. I love it though. I love it. I though. like Roderick. I just don't want him to be the devil. But then again, I don't really, I don't really know who I want this to be. Honestly, I, I think the only person that I would, I guess that I would be okay with is Jack Perry. And even then, I just wouldn't care because I know you know I, it, feels like, I think? it feels like it makes the most sense. I think it's James Harden. <laughs> All right. All right. Hey, James Yo, Harden. Imagine James Harden. <laughs> James Harden is in AEW, if we want to be, be honest, because somebody's run right now is looking real James Harden-ish. I'm just, I'm just saying. Woo. I'm just saying. Wait, what are you saying, Quan? Look, it'll all make sense in a second. All I can tell y'all right now is that I feel like Will Smith in I Am Legend when he, you know, he had to kill his dog. That's crazy. Y'all seen, y'all seen Scarface? That's a crazy. I feel like comparison. I feel like Tony. I feel like Tony when he had to kill Manolo. Cause what did what did Nas say? Sylvan always likes using Jay Z lines on his podcast. But what did Nas say? Jay, I was Scarface. Jay was Manolo. Jay was Manolo. Heard me when heard I had her and his whole squad for Dolo. He didn't have to kill Manolo, by the way. But hey, I got to kill somebody today. I hate this. I hate to do it. I hate to do it. Should I just get into that right now, or do y'all want to? I still want to talk because I want to. I wanted to ask y'all about that Andre three thousand album, bro. Oh man! Hey yo, did y'all listen to it? Um, I didn't listen to it, but he's a legend. I didn't. I didn't listen to it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna hold you. I did not listen to it yet. So Um, you heard it. You definitely listened to it. I didn't. I was listening to Scary Hours. Um, fire the the Drake drop, which is very fire, very fire. fire. Um, but uh. I'm probably not going to listen to that album until I have a moment where I forget that it actually dropped and then I'm going to, and I'm somewhere in nature and I have nothing to do. And I'm like, Oh, you know what? This might be a good time to listen to that Andre 2000 album. That's when I'm going to listen to that album. But right now um, between <laughs> the very long titles and the 17 minute run times on each song, Bro. I am good off that 17 minutes. Yeah, seventeen minute songs, bro. I'm good off that. Now I will. I'm. I'm pretty sure it's very well done. Um, I. I just don't care. You know, no, just but, you shout know right Sandre. Now. I'm gonna let you know right now. Do not expect any drums because they. There's a lot of flutes and weird sounds. There's not a drum in sight. No drums at all. Oh wow! Yeah, I mean, hey, shout Sandre. Shout out Andre, man. He's doing what he wants to do, and I'm glad. I'm I'm very happy that people are doing what they want to do, and they don't feel compelled to have to 
fulfill anybody's expectations. Whoa, y'all are so PC. Y'all so damn <laughs> you know PC like, when these cameras start rolling. I'm let <laughs> hey audience at home, our group chats do not look like this, man. They these it's not all oh, oh, I love that people are doing they want it. they send that now when the camera's rolling, but in that group chat, we, we really giving it up on how we really feel. Ain't nobody want no damn flute hey, listen, album man. from Andre three thousand. I love Andre, but I don't want no damn flute album. I ain't hey, trying man. to hear that. When the this cameras is, is on, I'm Keith Lee. I'm Keith Lee, man. You feel me? <laughs> this, this is my this is my the thing, album man. Is great. You know what I'm, I'm gonna listen to it later. This is my thing, man. Since we won't get into it, in the group chat, I said this. All right, first off, there's a there was an argument about General Masses, uh, homies, homie universe. There was a general argument about Andre three K's. Uh, goat status, goat status, placement in the top five, top ten, et cetera, et cetera. Right? There are a few people in that group chat who vehemently insisted that he was top five, even top ten, and I said no, he's not. <laughs> and a lot of other people said no, he's not. And my reasoning, personally, specifically my reasoning, was that Andre Three K doesn't have a solo rap album to be considered a top five MC to me. That's just my prerequisites. Now, do I think he's mm. amazingly talented? Yes. Do I think Outkast is the best group of all time? Not just hip hop group, but group of all time? Yes, I believe that. Mm-hmm. But if we're talking about MCs, you need a solo album, a rap solo album, in order for me to con- even consider you to be top five, top 10, top anything, right? And so you know- I said the fact that he's dropping this album, Body of Music, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and it's not rap, Bass and it's his first solo album. I'm like, he can't be considered top five to the homie that uh that we were speaking speaking with. I was like, all that top five, yo, y'all y'all hating. It was like, nah, that's out the window. He's he's not top five. Like, like the, yo, the, the the argument is dead. But that's just me. Inter- though. No, but it's interesting. It's, it's it's interesting you say that because I can tie that back to wrestling and ask this question: Could you be a top five like wrestler, or could you be like a goat? If you've never had like a solo run where you were like champion, you were just a tag team guy, can you really be a GOAT? No, none at all. Damn. Sheesh. No. Damn. I mean, you could be a great wrestler, um, but you can't be top five if you didn't have a solo run. I'm sorry. That's real. Like, if you're a wrestler and got, you were just I a. I agree. Like, if you're like, you know, like, uh, damn, what's homie's name? I, I never know how to say his name. Who? Um, Who? HBK's. HBK's. Uh, uh, the, oh, Marty, the Marty Gennetti? Marty oh, Jannetty. Yeah, so Marty Jannetty. Marty Jannetty, I think, is a fantastic wrestler. But is he top five? Is he top ten? Top twenty? Top fifty? No, not at all. Um, he hasn't. He had a a bleak solo run, and it was okay, but it wasn't anything that was that memorable. Um, we know him for the Rockers. We know him for right. being the guy that like ushered in HBK, and we need those guys. But <clears throat> if you didn't have a solo run, or if your solo run wasn't really that popping, but you had a great tag team run, nah, no. What if Damn. what if what if you have it. a solo what if you have a solo run and every time uh you wrestle somebody interferes? <laughs> <laughs> Is that a solo run? Yes. <laughs> it's a, it's a solo Sokoa run. That's what, it is. <laughs> what you talking without, about. Because without solo Sokoa, it's like, are we winning? <laughs> what are you talking about? That's not even moving a goalpost. <laughs> so, like, what are you talking about? Yeah. I had to reach. Yeah. I had to reach. Yeah, had to reach. <laughs> yeah man. He was, he, was, he was reaching hard. Yeah, that's just me. Pause. 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 pause at reaching hard. Pause. I don't even know why I paused that, but still pause. Like, it, feels like it, just, pause. it felt like it definitely should have been paused. But anyway. Let's get into these topics, man. Let's get into these topics. Earlier, I was saying I felt like Will Smith and I Am Legend had to kill my dog. 
I feel like Tony when he had to kill Manolo. Because today, we got to talk about someone that's very near and dear to my heart. But before I go there, I just want to say, look, this is not a piss and moan podcast. This is not a podcast where we just come on here and complain about our gripes with wrestling. Like, it's enough podcasts for that. We got JD from New York and Jim Cornette. We don't want to do what they do. But with that said, this is also not a politically correct podcast. This is not a podcast where we come on here and just massage shoulders and relationships and tiptoe around hard topics because we want to keep, you know, our relationships with certain people. Like, nah, we're not doing that. We're really giving it up on how we really feel about these situations. And with that said, today, I'm Scarface. And the rated R superstar Edge is Manolo because Edge, my brother, (laughs) (laughs) I got to call you to the front of the congregation. Report to the principal's office right now, Edge, because it's time to come clean, my brother. This AEW run, it was a flop. Edge's AEW run is flopping very hard right now. Pause. Edge and AEW is James Harden on the Clippers. It's Michael Jordan on the Wizards. It's Patrick Ewing in a Sonics jersey. And it pains me to say that. It really does pain me to say that because when you signed with AEW, I was the first person to come on this podcast and say, yo, this is the biggest signing since CM Punk. Matter of fact, I took it a step further. I said, yo, Edge and AEW, this is the biggest signing in AEW history. This is bigger than CM Punk. And oh my God, was I wrong. Because Edge signing with AEW made a splash for like a week. Matter of fact, that's, that's giving it too much grace. Edge signing with AEW had a splash for about three days. And then that dynamite came up on Wednesday and nobody cared anymore. <laughs> Edge, all you've done in your AEW run is get outshined by Christian Cage on the mic and put on average matches with people that didn't belong in the ring with you. Jesus Christ. Am I Jeez. wrong? And look... Uh- what, no, hold on, hold on. I'm not done. I'm not finished. Yeah, you should continue. How does Edge theme song start? What's the first words? You think you know me? You think you no, know Edge. Me? We thought we knew you because we thought you were one of the biggest superstars <laughs> in professional wrestling. We thought you were one of the hey, biggest yo. superstars in professional <laughs> wrestling, but you saw. <laughs> I'm sorry, but Edge, we thought oh, we wow. knew you. Because we thought you were one of the biggest superstars in professional wrestling, but you signed with AEW and you didn't move the needle. The needle didn't budge. Matter of fact, the needle did move, but it moved in the wrong direction. Because right now, AEW is doing some of the worst business in its entire history. And you're at the top of it. You're at the helm of it. Right now, AEW is doing some of the worst ratings they've ever done. Right now, AEW has to do buy one, get one free ticket sales to move tickets. To, to put 4,000 people in a 20,000-seat arena, AEW has to give away tickets for free. That's the type of business that Edge has brought to AEW. He didn't move the needle not one bit. And it pains me to say that because, Edge, you're a legend. We love you. We can never take away anything that you've done for us. We, we, we love the spear off the top of the ladder. We love the, the um, what, what was it, the, uh, the live sex celebration with Lita, with Lita in the middle of the ring. Like, we can never take any of these moments away from you. Those are legendary moments in professional wrestling. But right now, it's looking funny in the light, my brother. It's looking very funny in the light. Edge signing with AEW was a major flop. And I almost want to go as far as saying that AEW should have never signed Edge. 
Because not only would they save him from the embarrassment of flopping, because he's looking like Vince Carter on the Atlanta Hawks right now. He's looking like he's past his prime. Not only would they have saved him from flopping, but they also would have saved some bread because it was a waste of money. It was a huge waste of money. I'm sorry. And I want to get y'all opinion on, on this. But do I sound like I'm crazy? Do I, am, am, I, am I not giving this enough time or am I right in that edge in AEW has been a flop up to this point? Somebody tell me something. And I'm sorry for the crash out. I do love you, Edge. This is no disrespect. Yeah, man, we love Edge. I just, we got we to gotta be honest about our, our brothers, man. We have to. We have to. And it's looking real bad right now. So, uh, <laughs> hey, man. Who's going to be honest? It's, 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 it's been a little over a month. Uh, and I will say that Edge Run has been very very stale um i feel like that first three weeks those first three weeks was very you know yo whoa, and then it's just automatically it's just it's over with it's like a rinse and repeat cycle with tony khan um now he has a new toy supposedly that he's about to sign and that's it for edge like that's a wrap <laughs> right <laughs> that's a wrap uh so yeah i feel like his his most shining moment like you said Quan, was when he was on a mic with cage doing his back and forth promos and after that it's been kind of lackluster since then um and no business has been booming it's it's been very very dull um but i do think that that was an edge goal when he came to AEW. i feel like he was just at peace and he wanted to go out his own terms and you know he just wanted to do what he wanted to do i don't know if he wanted to <laughs> i don't i don't know like 50 I, don't, cent, I, don't dog. Think, I don't think he caring about the numbers this man was in the middle of the ring the middle of a ring in front of like 50 people and he he had no reaction <laughs> i feel like he's at peace y'all because i would have tripped out if that was me i'm sorry i'm like yo what the, this is crazy but i don't like, know but I do, like Dwayne wade on the calves oh that was horrible i forgot that existed yo wow yeah, but, uh, yeah, very lackluster, I will say. It's been over a month, and yeah, nothing to show for. Um, Sylvan, is this a flop? Is this a flop? Be honest. Um, um, I, so, look, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to talk about Edge first and foremost. I agree with Cooley. I don't think Edge's goal was to come to AEW and make a difference. I don't think Edge's goal was to go to AEW and rival the company that he'd been with for 20 plus years i think his goal to to go to AEW was to have fun and to be full-time and to wrestle on a level that he feels he can wrestle on in a very consistent uh on a very consistent basis and i think with wwe it was very much like hey you're older you're a part-timer we're going to give you a certain dates there's only so many people he feels um he can wrestle there's only so much that he can do that's still interesting over at that company. I think AEW presents an, a, a completely different environment for him to have fun. Now, as far as his run goes in AEW, um, in my opinion, I think it's too early to tell. It's only been a month. Um, am, is my interest um, still 100% there? Not really. I don't really care necessarily about Edge being in AEW. Um, as I first did when he first dropped, but I think that's just a, when he first debuted, but I think that's just a product of hype, right? The hype always goes down and then things settle in and you get used to seeing people on 
the product. So I think we still need a little bit more time to really figure out how Edge is going to do in AEW. I think we need about three months. Um, I think so far he's getting his bearings and we're going to see if this is actually interesting. But I, I mean, as far as him being washed, I mean, yeah, he, he was washed before he came to the product. He was washed in WWE. You know, this is a part timer <clears throat> doing having the end of his career uh, served to him. And he was doing it in WWE for those last three years. And now he's transferring that last energy back into AEW. So, and let's not forget AEW as a product in general is kind of down the toilet right now. So we're not just dealing with edge uh, edges, lack of uh, charisma, quote unquote, being on this product. We're kind of seeing uh, AEW just struggle in general. So it feels like it feels even more like Edge isn't as big of a deal as we thought he was going to be in this company because because large. But it's largely because AEW right now isn't feeling that much like Mm -hmm. a big deal. And we know that. So I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why you're wrong. For one, this is a business. This is business. We all know Edge is one of the highest paid members of that AEW roster. Right. Tony Khan is. Huh? Said rightfully so. Rightfully so. Tony Khan is not bringing a guy in for that amount of money to have fun. Tony Khan is signing a guy for that amount of money to bring change. WWE is not going to bring Goldberg back so he can have fun. You got to bring an audience with you, my brother. Like, come on now. That's number one. Number two, AEW fumbled Edge. And I'm going to tell you why. This, is, this run is partially not Edge's fault. I bl- I'm I mostly blame Tony Khan because mm, I like that. A- it's and, I like that. And, and it's the truth. AEW has a problem with presenting things as a big deal. If this was WWE or anyone else with like a smart business mind, they would have brought Edge in with some type of anticipation. They would have ran vignettes for days, for months, for weeks. They would have eased it in and built anticipation so when Edge finally popped up, it was like, oh shit, Edge just arrived in in AEW. But instead, two days after Edge's contract ran out in WWE, he was already over in AEW. No anticipation, no type of build-up, nothing. He just appeared over there. And they didn't present it as a big deal. He immediately went into a mid-card feud with Christian, which is cool because we love Christian and the work that he's doing, but it's like you just made your biggest signing of arguably of all time and you put him into a mid-card feud with Christian instead of the main feud right away like you're supposed to make Edge seem like a vent deal present him as a big deal so that the fans believe it's a big deal but when you present it as a mid-card feud we're going to accept it as that and move on but that's and Tony also, Khan I'm saying Tony Khan. I'm, yeah. I'm mostly blame Tony Khan for this and, and also we just got to be honest we love Edge and we keep saying the name Edge but at the end of the day, that's not Edge. That's Adam Copeland. <laughs> the name Adam Copeland has.
Adam I mean, Copeland, man. I, I, I look at it like this, right? Like, Tony Khan isn't really a great booker, and we know this. Tony Khan is a fantasy. He's a fantasy booker. He gives people, his audience, what he thinks they want. Hence why Edge came in and immediately started feuding with Christian and his clique, right? Now, a part of me wants to see that. I very much do. But knowing how to book means, you know what? Edge is probably the biggest wrestler that we're going to probably have for a while. Let's put him in a main event with MJF right now. Like, let's just get this thing cracking. And let's kind of make us wait for a Edge versus Christian and wonder when it's ever going to happen. But the fact that we're getting it right now, it doesn't make me feel like I need to see this. You know, it just feels like, oh, yeah, well, I'm, I'm going to get this match very soon. You know, this feud is going to be over. It's cool. Like, I'm not that interested. But that's just part of Tony Khan's booking in general. Uh, he's a very short-sighted guy as far as booking goes. He's very much about what do people want right now. He has actually the opposite effect that Vince would have. Um and I mean, look, I, I still don't think Adam Cole's Adam Cole, Adam Copeland, <laughs> <laughs> Adam Cole, uh, Adam Copeland. Yeah, Adam Copeland. Um, I still don't think Adam Copeland edge has had a flop in AEW. I just think that it's too soon to tell. We need some time. Um, I think it. I think you're appropriate to assess how you're feeling right now, though, Quan, because I mean, and quite honestly, in three months, we're probably going to I'm probably going to feel this way like I'm. Let's just call it a stack. But just from an optic standpoint, I mean, look, man, this is look. All right, look. Uh, no, no, he doesn't. AEW, but AE. Rinse and repeat. That's Tony Khan. That's Tony Khan, man. Like I don't, I don't. I he's just a he's he's a fantasy booker, bro. He doesn't do things. You know, he thinks that he's striking. That's the thing. He thinks he's striking while the iron is hot. He he thinks he is. When you're when you're Adam not Adam Copeland, when you're Tony Khan going into AEW and you see how hot Christian is and you see that you just signed Edge. Oh, you know what? What's the best view to put him in? Oh, I'm going to put him in there with Christian. Nah. Cuz everybody wants to see that, right? Now, from from now now from a from a wrestling IWC purist fan, maybe that is what I want to see right now. But from a general masses fan standpoint, you're going to have to do more build. You're going to have to present this guy as the biggest guy, like Quan said. You need you need to put him in the AEW championship picture. And that's not happening. And you know why it's not happening? Because Tony Khan's a hack. He just doesn't know how to book. And we're going to continue to see this over and over and over and over and over. The worst five years of the company's <laughs> existence. I will keep bringing this up. It was the best of times. But now it's the worst of times, and we're seeing it, and it's only because of one man, Tony Khan. It's really uns- unsettling, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't put all this pressure on Edge. I think Edge is having the time of his life, and he could care less about trying to change the dynamic of AEW. He just wants to have fun. So it's up to Tony Khan to use him in a way that actually makes change, and he won't. And quite honestly, why should he? We love, we, lo- we, we love Edge. We we love Edge, right? And 
of course we love we love Christian. Um, these are WWE guys, clearly. And I feel like, yeah, putting him in in a midfield with Christian that we've been seeing for the past twenty five years is like kinda all right, bro. Okay, that's cool. But yeah, I do agree with both of you guys. He should have been up there championship level. He should have been, you know, handed the torch and taken off at this point. And make us but, wait. Make us wait yeah. for him versus Christian, bro. Like, make us build it. Yeah. Make us be like, dang, I can't wait until they, they cross paths. But nah. Cheap pops. Cheap heat, baby. Now. Got to strike while the iron is hot. Edge had arrived in AW and the iron was hot. Putting him in a mid-card feud and letting that wear off? Come on, man. Come on, man. And my problem is that I'm not even mad that the Christian and Edge feud is taking place. But highlight that. Highlight that because right now when you watch AEW, it's very clear that the show is still centered around MJF and who's the devil and everything that's going on with that. And that's cool. That's cool. I know MJF is the champion, but at the end of the day, you got to highlight your assets and Edge is the biggest asset. So highlight that. I don't care if he's not champion. The show needs to be built around Edge. Same way the show was built around CM Punk at one point. The same way WWE shows, and I know Sylvan is going to yell about us, yell about it in a second. But the same way WWE shows are built around their biggest stars, regardless of the, if they're champion or not, AEW should be highlighting Edge, man. Edge should not be in the mid card while MJF is headlining. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, and I love MJF. You got to look towards the future, but that's Edge. That's the current Hall of Famer. Use that to your advantage, Tony Khan. What are we doing? What are we doing? You know what he's doing. You know what he's doing. It's sad, but we're going to see this over and over again. So, Tony Khan, man. Hope you're having fun, Tony. Hey, Edge, I hope you're having fun. I hope you're having fun out there running in circles, looking like. We'll see him tomorrow. Looking like Charles Barkley on the Rockets, man. This is. <laughs> That's cold. Man. And then when Pippen came. Cold. <laughs> That's cold. They had a big three. <laughs> what is Edge even doing at the pay per view tomorrow? Do we know? Like, he's like. He's he's involved in like Sting's retirement tour. Yeah, he's doing. He don't even. Yeah. He don't even have his own thing. Isn't he a partner in? Um, I actually don't know what he's doing tomorrow. To be honest, I think he's with, he is with Sting. Though. He yeah, he's like a it's part of Sting's. Sting, he's him side Sting quest. and Darby. Him Sting and Darby going against uh Christian. Um, <laughs> a, <laughs> a makeshift uh, six man tag match yeah, is what we're looking at. It's a thing. Yeah, it's a well, thing. I've never Christian, seen Christian, um, so that'd be dope. Go, uh, going well, their official faction name, Christian's official faction name is um the patriarchy. So, the patriarchy, yeah. So it's the patriarchy oh versus uh, versus um uh, <laughs> Sting, Darby Allen, and Darby Allen and um Adam Copeland. Yo, AEW and these factions, man. Christian patriarchy Cage is hard though. Luchasaurus and um Nick Wayne. That's the that's the faction. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Darby and Sting is still undefeated. <laughs> Yeah, they have insane. not lost. Like Look, and and we, before we get into the next topic, I just have to say, because you said you've never seen Christian. Funny yeah. story, funny story. 
this is back during the pandemic. Everybody's wearing masks and shit. I'm walking on Fairfax, and I walk past a guy. I look over. Hmm. I look over again. Yo, you're Christian. He looked at me and said, yo, I am. And then we, I just laughed, and then we just kept it pushing. But, yeah, I ran into Christian on Fairfax. <laughs> <laughs> That's I would have thought that was I would have thought that was Donnie. Random. And like I have this thing about me where it's like when I run into certain celebrities, I never know what to say. So I'll just tell them that they're them. So I'll just be like, oh shit, you're you're Tom Cruise. They're like, oh, you're 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 Cat Williams. And they're just like, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, how do you even react to that? But you know. Donnie I just never Wahlberg. know what to say. Mark Wait, did you see Donnie Wahlberg? Bro, Donnie you just call Christian was- Donnie Wahlberg. They look like twins, bro. That is insane. Hey, low key. Yeah, low <laughs> key, low key, low key. But look, man, I want to hear from y'all at home. Please tell me, do you believe that Edge and AEW has flopped? Or do you think I should just give it time and I'm being way too hard on it because it's too early? Let me know in the comments down below. And if you haven't already, make sure you're following us and hit that notification bell. Turn them notifications on because you don't want to miss when we go live and yell at each other about this predetermined wrestling. <laughs> Yo, I'm upset. You always uh, upset, bro. Snap. Nah, but I'm really upset today. Like I'm usually passionate. I'm not, you know, I'm not even really, you know, I, I don't like that. I don't like I don't like the you're always upset. I'm not always upset. I'm always hey, passionate. The homie um the homie Otto upset. in the comments, he called you uh Sylvan A. Smith. I mean, <laughs> that's a high that's a very high end compliment for me. I really appreciate that. I strive nah, I could I could only strive to be um, as good as Stephen A. Smith is, pause. Um, <laughs> pause. I'm very upset today. I'm very upset. I don't like what's going on with this World Heavyweight Championship in WWE. I'm just gonna come out and say it. I usually have notes that I write down, and I have topics, and I have. I, I come into this pod with some type of structure to what I'm saying, but this one's coming straight from the heart. I don't. Like what's happening with this World Heavyweight Championship at all in WWE. Let me start by prefacing this. Seth, I think you are doing an amazing job. I think you are having a great run. I think you are doing what you are supposed to be doing, which is making this title feel as important as you possibly can. Unfortunately, it is your higher ups for some reason that don't want to make you feel like the biggest deal ever because there are because he's not the big because there are stars that are more popular at the time right now. Now, here's the thing. We didn't ask for this world heavyweight championship belt. We kind of did. We didn't ask for this World Heavyweight Championship belt. We complained that Roman had both of these belts and we were tired of him having both of them and we were tired of not of him not losing. But WWE didn't want to have him lose. They didn't want Roman to lose at all. They didn't want him to be they barely wanted him to be pinned, let alone lose. Right. So you gave us the here nigga damn. And I'm sorry to curse. I know our producers are going to be highly upset. But you gave us the here nigga damn award. With this World Heavyweight <laughs> Championship belt. And shout and out to looked, Cooley for coining that yeah, term. Yeah, and shouts to Cooley <laughs> for coining it. Because he sure enough coined it. It was amazing. The way it looked is amazing. And you gave it to Seth Rollins, a incredible, incredible wrestler with an incredible run. My problem right now is that I have a lot of issues right now. My problem right now is that when I look at Survivor Series, I look at Judgment Day. 
And Judgment Day is going against this makeshift tag team of Jey Uso, Sami Zayn, Seth Rollins, and Cody Rhodes. Who is the leader of that team? It's Cody Rhodes. Why is Cody Rhodes the leader of this team? And he is leading our world heavyweight champion. Because he's the biggest star in WWE. I'm upset. This is absolutely ridiculous. I am tired of this. What are you doing, WWE? You want me to believe in this World Heavyweight Championship. You want me to feel like this is important. You want me to feel like this is on the level of the Universal Championship. But it's not. And you continue to remind me subconsciously. When you start shows, you start PPLs with Seth Rollins starting the show. (laughs) He opens the show. He opens the show. (laughs) And then you remind me again when you send Cody Rhodes, who, and I like you, Cody Rhodes. I love you. You send Cody Rhodes out there to be the leader of this team with your World Heavyweight Championship. Holder Seth Rollins as a part of it. He's just a part of it. And then you know what? Last Raw, you know why I was really upset? It's because there were two matches made. You had Seth Rollins and Sami Zayn going against the Bums. The Bums of Judgment Day. And who got the main eventers? Cody Rhodes and Jay Uso. <laughs> they the got, they they the, got the two guys. Now, I understand people are going to come at me and be like, oh, well, Cody Rhodes is the hottest. Let's talk. Let's unravel why Cody Rhodes is the hottest, right? Cody Rhodes is the hottest because he's just him. Let's just call it what it is. He is the next coming of John Cena. He is the face of the company. My yes, problem sir. is that you have a booking issue because you made him lose at WrestleMania, and now he has to do all these side quest missions until he gets <laughs> to the world, until he gets to the Universal Championship belt. Meanwhile, he has to be on the uh, same show as the World Heavyweight Champion, and he can't face him because he already beat him three times. <laughs> three times he beat him, and you want me to believe that your World Heavyweight Champion. Is the baddest, most important wrestler on this show. When he is number two, not only to Cody Rhodes, but to Jay Uso. Not only to Jay Uso, but to Roman Reigns. And into a lot of respects, LA, LA Knight. Knight. I'm sick and I'm tired of this. What are you trying to tell me? I'm pissed off. What is your problem, WWE? I didn't ask for this belt. You gave it to me. You told me to believe in it. You told me to like it. And you have and you have Seth Rollins out here busting his butt day in, day out, showing out respectfully at the prime of his career, the most popular he's ever been. And he has to come out last to be on Cody Rhodes' team for Survivor Series against a Judgment Day with Drew McIntyre, and I'm pretty sure he's gonna, and I'm pretty sure Seth's gonna get even more overshine when he bring when you guys bring out Randy Orton. Randy Orton, you're pissing me off. You're making me upset because I want because I want to believe that this World Heavyweight Championship means something, and then I don't believe it. Then, no, no, <laughs> I don't believe in it. You are supposed to make me as a believer believe in it. I believe but in why? Seth Rollins because I believe in Seth Rollins. I don't believe in his Still belt. 
this I has believe in Seth Rollins. been the case. You're, I know what you're going to say, Quan. I already know no, what you're you going to say. No, you don't. That's like, you're going to come in with this. You're going to come in with this whole spiel about why people are who they are. And if you're hot, you should center the whole show around them because they're hot. They sell the most merchandise. They move the most tickets. I fully get it. The problem is I don't care about that reality when you're trying to introduce me to a new belt that I should believe in. You want to make that belt important. You're, You're telling me that no, 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 no. Right now, I don't believe in it. Right now, they're showing me it doesn't matter. Right now, he is number two on his whole team at Survivor Series. Right now, he's doing side quest missions against two bums from Judgment Day at Last Raw, while the other two main eventers, Jay Uso and Cody Rhodes, are going against the other two supposedly top guys from Judgment Day on the same Raw. I am pissed off. You are supposed to make me feel like this belt means something, WWE. Right now, I feel like Gunther's belt means more than this World Heavyweight Championship. Whoa. I feel like Gunther is more of a threat than a Seth Rollins because Gunther wouldn't he dare. Gunther not don't need be, to be on pay per view. Gunther They're wouldn't good. dare. Gunther <laughs> wouldn't dare. I'm talking about the character. Gunther wouldn't dare allow someone else as a World Heavyweight Championship contender or holder to let some other guy be the leader because that's not who Gunther is. That's how I feel today. Quan, you can give me your spiel about how things have always been, how Stone Cold was always <laughs> the hottest guy, no matter who had the belt. And of course, you're going to bring that up to me. You know why you're going to bring that up to me? Because you're going to try to make facts to me. And I understand where you're coming from. I get it. But the real fact is that they weren't trying to make a new belt important. That's what's happening right now. I'm pissed off at how this World Heavyweight Championship belt is being treated. Seth, you deserve more. Cody, I like you. I understand what they're doing. I don't have any issues with the wrestlers. I have an issue with WWE. That is my TED Talk. Quan, say what you need to say so I can yell <laughs> some more because I'm still hype. So let me ask you a question, Sylvan. Let me ask you a question. Actually, no, I don't want to ask you this question. I want to ask, <laughs> I want to ask Cooley this question because I don't want to get yelled at again. So, Cooley, answer this question for me, right? I'm sorry, my brother. So, Sylvan is saying that Cody Rhodes and Jay Uso and LA Knight, they're being presented as more important than the world champion, right? right. That's, what, that's what Sylvan said, right? So, what happens when Cody Rhodes wins that world championship from Seth Rollins? Young. The belt is more important, mean, right? Win. What do you mean win? What do you mean win? Because it's going to happen. It's no, going to happen. Oh my, the don't point, make me take point, off my headphones. Don't make me take off my headphones. Don't make me do that, it. Listen. The Yo, point Cody that get the I belt? am making... Ex exactly, Cooley. The point that I am making that is that... the. <laughs> Put your headphones on so you can hear me. Put your goddamn headphones on so you, you can hear me. You dare come on this podcast and tell me when Cody Rhodes is going to win this World listen, Heavyweight Championship Listen to me belt. talk. Listen to me talk. It don't have to be Cody Rhodes. It can be LA Knight. It can be Jay Uso. Say it can anybody be any else. Of the acts that are hotter than Seth Rollins. When Say they win else. the title, the title is going to be hot because the person with the title makes the title hot. The title don't make the person with it hot. When Cody Rhodes is champion, the title going to be hot because Cody hot. When Jay Uso is champion, the title is gonna be hot because Jay Uso is hot. If the title's not hot because Seth Rollins has it right now, that just means Seth Rollins ain't as hot as them. I'm sorry, and it has always been 
this way. You brought up Stone Cold. There was a time when the show was centered around Stone Cold versus Vince McMahon. You know who was champion back then? HBK had title reigns. Mankind had title reigns. Undertaker heel, had title heel, reigns. Heel, Kane had title reigns. Heel, but guess what? Mankind was heel. not a fucking heel. Mankind, mankind was a baby face. He was a heel and he turned into a baby face. Let's when get mankind it, let's get had facts. the world championship. And how long did he have the championship for, Quan? It don't matter. He had a champion, and the show <laughs> oh was still God. based don't around move the somebody else. Post on me. Don't the move the goalposts on me. It's always you... going to be based around whoever the nice. hottest is. And right with back then, Stone Cold was the hottest. But we can move it along. We can move it along because there was a time when John Moxley was champion. There was a time when Daniel Bryan was champion. There was a time when CM Punk was champion for two years. But guess who the show was centered around? The show was centered around C. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Look, I'm losing my train of thought. The show was centered around John Cena. John it Cena. didn't matter that CM Punk was champion for two years because the <laughs> hottest person in that company, the person who granted the most yeah, make-a-wishes, the person that sold the most merch was John Cena. So John Cena was in those main events. John Cena was the centerpiece of the entire show, regardless of who had the title. CM Punk was champion. Oh, well, he's he's opening the show because John Cena is closing the show. He's the hottest. This is a business at the end of the day. It don't matter about the, the, the title. Who gives a fuck? if the title is prestigious or not. Who cares? This is a business. Mm. We are oh, cool. selling yeah. a TV oh, show and people uh, are tuning in to watch yeah. Cody right. Rhodes. So right. the show let's is going to be based let's around Cody Rhodes. Let's get it. I'm sorry. Let's get it. I'm sorry. Who cares if brothers. the title is prestigious or not? I'll tell you who cares. We care. We care you if care. the title. You. No, 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 you're not about to you me, pal. You're not gonna you me, pal. We care about the title being prestigious or not. We care about all titles being prestigious or not. It's all we talk about when we're on these podcasts. I'm sorry. And quite frankly, I only care about this title because it was introduced to me. I was fine. I was fine watching Roman Reigns have two titles and sit on his butt while everybody was doing nothing on Whoa. Raw trying to figure out cool if they say. were going to go against the United States title or the IC title. I didn't care. I had no problems with it. I told everyone when Cody lost, it's good for the company. I respect this. Now, now that we have a new title, I was like, all right, cool. It makes sense. I understand what they're trying to do. They don't want to have Roman lose. They want to introduce another title. They want to make sure that people can compete because they've been doing this for the past 20 years. The past 20 years. Now, my problem is this if you have a world heavyweight championship title and you want to make it feel important you make the person who has that title feel important otherwise give it to somebody else but you know what the problem is Quan? the person the problem is the, the problem is you can't give it to cody rhodes you can't give the title to cody rhodes because you're playing side mission gta six missions playing on your video games <laughs> until wrestlemania so no you can't have him go against anybody you can't can't give it to Jay Uso, right? Because at the end of the day, Jay Uso isn't ready, and we still got to get him over it. You can't give it to LA Knight just yet, right? You know why you can't Uso. give it to LA Knight, right? Because LA Knight is just coming in to his home popularity. So my problem, my problem is when you have the world heavyweight champion opening up shows. I don't feel like this title is important, bro. You can't tell me that. I don't. I don't like the way that this is being treated. It does. You're, you're not, not going to tell hey, me yo, that this title so. feels important. You know, hey, yo, to be fair, to be fair, <laughs> Cody Rose's dad did make a war games. So, uh, 
So it makes sense that Cody oh, is the leader. Oh, my you know, God. You know, I'm just saying. Oh, that's okay. his match. All right, all right, all right. That's all his right. match. I'm just all saying, right. man. It, I just don't like the way this title feels, dog. It does not. It feels like an afterthought. And the world heavyweight champion should not feel like an afterthought. Sylvan, Sylvan. It doesn't, sound like, it doesn't sound like your problem is that the title feels like an afterthought. It seems like your problem is that Seth Rollins doesn't. Feel as important I knew you were gonna as say, Cody Rhodes. I knew, I knew you. I knew you were gonna say something. And Jay Uso, like you know, and I knew you were gonna say. And that's just what it is. Like I'm that. sorry, but like, I knew you were gonna and, say and, something like that. And wait, 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 wait. I know uh, you because you you know the real. That's why you know the real. You know you know your real feelings. You just don't you just don't like the fact that Cody Rhodes is a bigger superstar than Seth Rollins right now. And it is what it is. Let's not forget. Let's let's just let. Let me let me go back. Let me go back. Let's put some respect on Seth Rollins' name right now. Because you're acting like this title run I, is just I, terrible. I started off. I started run, off. I started off saying that this title run no, was tight. No, but not yeah, confuse no, what I'm sure. saying. But you, I'm saying the title. I'm saying the title you, doesn't feel important. You, that's no, all I'm but saying. You, but you didn't put enough respect on Seth Rollins' title run. Seth uh, Rollins' title no, run no, no, has been more me. entertaining than Roman Reigns' <laughs> title run. If we're being honest, of course every you're gonna appeal to the IWC. Every time Seth, can I talk, bro? Can I talk? Every time you, Seth Rollins is off, out bro. there, he's putting on a match of the year candidate. Right now, Shinsuke Nakamura feels more important than he has ever felt in his entire WWE, WWE run. And that is thanks to Seth Rollins. That feud put Shinsuke Nakamura back on the map. Right now, I'm actually invested in Drew McIntyre. I've hated Drew McIntyre for years. But I, right now, I'm invested in Drew McIntyre. And that's due in part to the feud with Seth Rollins. So Seth That's Rollins in this title run is elevating people. So let's not let's not pretend that Seth Rollins is out there floundering right now while Cody Rhodes is at the top of the car just doing his thing because we all agree that Cody Rhodes' career is a side mission right now. So it's why, like why, why are we would shitting I, on Seth Rollins why, too? Why would I ever? Why would I ever dump on Seth Rollins? That's not. That's not. That's literally not the whole agenda of this conversation. The agenda. It's a of this pseudo. You're pseudo. You're pseudo dumping on Cody Rhodes because you don't like the whole, fact that Cody Rhodes is uh, hovering above that entire division. I I love but Cody Rhodes, bro. Give him the title, then. Give him the title. Give him the title. You know why, why? you don't give him the title? Because you can't. And because you can't, I have to see Seth, the actual person who's putting in the work with the title, suffer. Okay. That's the whole problem. I'm, so I'm having a problem with how things are being booked here. I'm having a problem with the fact that Seth is putting on with this title and he's coming out starting PPLs. I mean, PLEs. Sorry, I keep saying PPLs. You're on PPLs. PLEs. Yeah, PP loans. Yeah, PP loans. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I need that, baby. Uh, PLEs. Yo, on God, though. Yo, low key. Like, you know, not to get it, you know, but yeah. I have a problem with the fact that he's opening up. We're idiots, man. We are some idiots. You guys are I have a fools, problem man. that he's opening up PLEs. I have a problem that he's not the leader of the Survivor Series joint because at the end of the day, he's the world heavyweight champion. Who and he's cares, putting in though? the most work. I care because it's a new title. I keep saying it. It's, it's not a new title. title. Make it's a new title design, this, but it's the an old is, title. Cody bro. Rose it's isn't the world get championship. The fact is, Jay Uzo isn't going to get this title. Why does the get the title? Okay. Why does why does the hottest person in the company have to be champion though? That's how I feel, because, man. I, mean, I just have the, a problem. But why does the it's hottest a person? Title. Damn, you said it's a B level. I don't, I don't think it's a B level. It is a B level title. It's a B level title, and this only is. created because they knew that Roman was only going to have eleven matches this year. Yeah, and they're treating that's it that way. And they're not even trying to convince me. They tricked y'all. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, man. 
They're That's not even trying to convince me that this but, is not a P, uh, B level title. They're just like, yup, this is a B level title. Yep, but they are because he's it. out. Because Seth is out there doing his thing. That's the thing, bro. He like, is doing his thing. Does, he's not being cherished. Why does why does the person that the show is centered around have to be world champion? Like, why does Cody Rhodes or the hottest act in the company has to be champion? Like, why? Because when John Cena was the hottest act in the company, they made him champion, and they he would never lose. He was just always champion. And you know what we did? We weren't happy that the, the champion was the focal point in the show. We were pissed. We were mad. We were tired of seeing I'm I keep saying CM Punk. Look, I'm from Survivor Series. We were tired of seeing John Cena as a smiley baby face that everybody loved with the title. We did not want to see that. So why are we clamoring for that now with Cody Rose or Jay Uso or whoever? Like why do we want that all of a sudden? The we champion want- doesn't have to be the focal point all the time. I don't think the champion has to be the focal point all the time. I'm just saying right now, I'm really tired of the fact that the first champion of this new world heavyweight championship. But he's not the first. This is a title that it's a new design, but it's the same goddamn world title that has always been. We all know the lineage. This is the world championship. You know the lineage. We do know the lineage. It's a new design and it's ugly as shit, but it's the old ass title. We do know the lineage, but they didn't present it to us that way. They made this a big deal. They tried to make us feel like this is a big deal, and they're not treating it like a big deal. Don't make me look crazy out here. That's what I'm saying. Like as a fan, I can say, "Oh yeah, you know what? This is just a whole. This is just a world heavyweight championship belt, and we've always had one." But nah, y'all presenting it in a way where I should feel like this is a big deal. So start it off. We always talk about striking when the iron is hot. They're not striking when the iron is hot. They're just using Seth Rollins because Seth Rollins is safe he knows what he's doing and he knows how to be great and because he knows how to be great maybe they they're rewarding the seth belt. rollins maybe they're rewarding seth rollins for his hard work this man took loss after loss after loss after loss all 20 2022 maybe this is just wwe's way of saying you know what here's the world championship go hold that for a year go put on match of the year candidates go make that hot and then by the time we get to wrestlemania you can pass that off to the next man how about that why can't we just be happy for Seth Rollins for having his reign, man? Why we got to cry ha- and complain because Cody is at the top? Like, who cares, man? I'm not, who cares? I'm not complaining it's that always been this top. way. Who I'm cares? complaining that this title doesn't feel like it's important. That's always been my issue. I love that Cody's on top. As long love- as Roman Reigns exists with his championship, there's going to be no other titles on that championship's level. I'm sorry. It don't None. matter who got it. At least None. make me feel like it could be. They're not even trying. <laughs> <laughs> like at least, at least I, I miss when it, I miss SmackDown versus Raw in two thousand four and two thousand five because at some point we all thought that Raw was the bigger title, but was the bigger show. But when you tune whatever, in, SmackDown was whatever, the one that whatever was show Cena was, and on they was were the beat, and they, it, 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 but even in that time when Cena was becoming Cena, he wasn't completely Cena yet. Paul Heyman was making it feel like SmackDown was the place to be, even though Triple H was having the whole reign of terror with the prominent. WWE um with the prominent belt right like you made me feel like oh I, I don't know which which belt and which show is more important and now it's not it doesn't you don't even feel that way bro and and you're giving me this new title to be invested in and I'm invested in Seth Rollins I love Seth Rollins I'm invested in his reign and that's why I feel like I I don't want to feel like he's an afterthought going into Survivor Series when he's the champion and it just feels like ch- the champion is secondary. And I don't like that. I don't like the way that feels with a new belt that's being introduced to me. Sorry. That's how I feel. That belt is definitely secondary. It sure enough is. Hey, that belt is going to be... 
That belt is going to be secondary regardless of who holds it. Unless Roman Reigns yeah. comes to Raw and wins that too, <laughs> that title is going to be secondary. I'm sorry. But like I said, Seth Rollins is doing his thing. He's having a, an incredible reign. And once he passes that title off to the next hottest man, the title just going to be hot. So I, the man makes the title. The title don't make the man. Y'all talk about the title like it's a prop. Y'all realize that. Like the title ain't this big prestigious thing that as soon as somebody wins it, they become the man. Like it don't work like that, man. You got to work your way up to be the man. And then once you're the man, you get that championship and you make it what it is. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I want to hear from y'all at home, man. How do y'all feel about this? Is is Sylvan right? Does the title feel secondary? Is, is, is Seth Rollins being presented as a lesser man than Cody Rose? And do y'all have a problem with that? Or... Is it? Is it? It is what it is, man. It is what it is. Let us know. Or is it? It down. is what it is. It's crazy. Yeah. It, is. <laughs> it is what it is. It was it like no. There is. was like no. There was no opposing. I was like, like I was, I was about to just, say or. It was just look, or. Is it is what it is. <laughs> like, look, bro, I, look, I was about to say. I was about to say or is Seth Rollins on Cody Rhodes' level? But we all know that ain't the case. We all know Cody Rhodes is up here. Yeah. And Seth Rollins and everybody else is down here. Besides Jay Uso and L.A. Knight. It's, it's a three-man show. It's really a three-man show. It's Jay Uso, L.A. Knight, and Cody Rose. They the hottest. And then everybody else is just a level beneath them. And it's crazy to say that because Seth Rollins is one of the biggest stars in, like, the world. Like, as far as WWE and wrestling goes, he's one of the biggest stars. But they they hotter. They yeah, hotter. I never, I never want to, like, Seth and Cody, like, I, I'm not shitting on, excuse me for my cussing, man. I'm, you know. Yo, our producer's going to whoop us, but yo, pause. <laughs> but like at the end of the day, Whoa. like I'm not, yeah, I said pause, you know, but at the end of the day, like I'm not, I'm not like dumping on y'all, man. I'm just, I want to feel like this championship belt is the number one thing and the number one priority on the show. And it doesn't feel that way right now. It just feels like, it feels like it's important to a certain degree, but it doesn't feel as important as it should be. And, um, you know, maybe I need to give it more time. Maybe you know somebody else will get the belt, and it, it'll feel even more important. But is it uh, is it know. just the storyline right now that you got a problem with? Because like, did, I, did you feel like the title felt important when he was feuding with Shinsuke, and we all I wanted d- Shinsuke to win that? I felt like right. this title just never felt important. I just feel like I felt like I was having an issue with how I was having like minor issues with how Seth was being booked with his title defenses like it was very it was like there were a few title defenses that were like main that were main events but for the most part it was like he was opening PLEs and it just felt like his PPL so bad (laughs) yeah I did PPL he was opening PL he was opening PLEs um it it just felt like his like the segments at the end weren't really centered around him they were centered around Cody and it was like cool I bet you know but at the end of the day this belt is like the belt to go for on this title. But I think what really tipped me over the edge was realizing that Cody was the leader of Survivor Series with a WWE World Heavyweight Championship uh, holder on the same team. It just like it just doesn't make any sense to me. Like I'm I don't like that. And then they doubled down by putting Seth and Sammy against JD and uh and uh Dom and then and you know what I mean? It's like, bro, like, what are y'all doing? So like, wh- why couldn't it, why couldn't it have why couldn't have why couldn't it have easily been why couldn't it have easily been Seth and Cody versus? Oh, I get why because Cody and Jay have a tag team makeshift, right? Okay, because they it. it's beca- it's re- it's really because they didn't want um Finn and and Priest to lose. But when you put Sammy and Seth in there, it's easy to give them a win over JD and 
Dominic Mysterio. That's honestly really what it is. They wanted, they needed somebody from Judgment Day to lose, and they're not gonna have Finn and, and Priest lose. So send yeah. send the minions in there. Like we gotta we gotta look at it from a further perspective, man. We can't just base it on our emotion all the time. You gotta look at it from a, a, a logical booking aspect as well. I understand the logical booking too. Like I get that, but it also just feels like, and I understand the protectiveness, but it's like at what point does protection get in get um, forsake perception, right? Like, hmm. like at the, at some point, I have to look at whether or not you're booking your world heavyweight champion to feel as important as he could feel. Like, I'm not saying that, that you know what I mean. It's just like, bro, at the sake of protection, at the sake of, oh, we don't want to make we don't want to make these people lose. We don't want this to feel like this. It's like, well, people are getting bullets. You know what I mean? Like, Seth should be the most important thing right now if we're trying to make this title feel good. I don't care if I mean Cody's gonna be Cody regardless, but he shouldn't be the leader. He should not be the leader, bro. He's not the champion. Hey, the champion should hey, be the man, leader. Hey man, Cody the number one yeah. guy over there, man. Right. They're gonna put him up front. Right. I, and, and we're gonna get into the rundown. I guess I guess I guess what Sylvan is saying that is that he wants Triple H to book more like Tony Khan and not highlight the stars. <laughs> he wants he wants he wants to highlight <laughs> the MJFs uh, of the world and not highlight the edges. I get it. He wants he wants that AEW booking. But um you can turn the channel to AEW, oh. my brother. Cooley! Oh, <laughs> yeah, we're right on, right? Yeah, because What you, know you got for us for the rundown, wrong, You know G. you wrong, Quan. You know I'm you right. wrong, Quan. You know because <laughs> you know because your company I'm right, baby. That I'm great. right. You know what I'm saying? I'm you come right. over here and start, you know. I'm about done with you know AEW, I mean? man. I'm going to be in that building <laughs> tomorrow cheering my ass off, though. But Hey, we're going crazy tomorrow. I hope nobody sees us and be like, yo, what's up, AEW? We're going to fire. Fire on us, dog. We're going to fire on us. Hey, y'all wrestling with the homies, right? We gonna get banned from the building, <laughs> dog. For real, they ain't gonna like us. I can't wait, man. It's gonna be fun, man. Yeah, facts. but Cooley, excuse Cooley, Cooley, all this got? yelling, all this back and hey, forth, we really my guys. Because y'all, y'all was crazy. Hot, y'all was crashing y'all was hot. out. Like, I told y'all. I told y'all before hey, we started, so I was gonna go off. Y'all was crashing out like mankind's theme song. Yeah, feel me. But let's get into this rundown. Let's get into this rundown. Uh, we were just talking about Gunther, which is crazy. Um, recently, he says he's outgrown the IC title. And it's time for the next step, most likely the world championship. So do y'all boys agree? How how about this book, you know, his title loss? And I feel like he is 100% correct. Gunther has been, he's been putting in work day in, day out. Um, He's been going crazy. Every match is insane. It's time for the next step. And that is the world championship. Um, So I'm looking forward to seeing that. Uh, it's time to get the IC one away. You know, I'm looking forward for it. Yeah, I'm not gonna crash out on Gunther. I actually agree. It is yeah. it, he is above the IC title at this point. It's time to put the world championship on Gunther. It's time. The baby. thing is, if Gunther was world champion, the show would still be centered around Cody Rhodes and Jay Uso. So I I don't know how Sylvan to feel about that, but I guess it kind of just is what it is. Um, and you said, how would I book Gunther losing the championship? Yeah, I don't think I would have Gunther lose it. I think I would just have Gunther give the title up. I would have him come out, cut a promo saying that you know what, I've done all I can do with this title, and now I'm I'm gunning for the world championship. So I'm leaving yeah. this title here for y'all to have a tournament or whatever. Like, because it, 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 it fits his character, right? Like, that's hard. His yeah. character is Samoa always J- all about prestige. Mm-hmm. You said what? And I was gonna say Samoa Joe just recently did that with the ROH title. Yeah, but he did yeah. it. The way he did it was kind of weird. He, it was just more like, <laughs> I don't want this title no more. <laughs> yeah. I don't like, want what? this no more. Yeah, I need a new good. one. 
after he beat Keith Lee ass, it was like, all right, now nah, I don't want this title. It's like, huh? Yeah. But now nah, with Gunther, it it makes sense like for his character that he would just like relinquish the title in honor of like better things or something. Like it just it fits. So I wouldn't have him lose it. I would just have him drop it. Yeah. I mean how you feeling, Shelvin? Um, yeah, I don't I actually agree, Quan. I think him relinquishing the title would be great. I, I don't I, I it does fit with his character. Um but I think what's gonna really happen, I think Miz is gonna beat him. Uh the way Miz is being primed right now, uh Whoa, as a baby. Damn. Yeah. I do, yeah. I think, <laughs> Hell no. I think Miz is definitely gonna be going to the way bro, the way they're priming Miz right now, um, is selling him out like a baby face is actually really insane. Yeah. And the fact that it's working, because I've I've never been like a big Miz is as a babyface uh, uh, appreciator, but like right now he's really over. Like people really like the Miz, which is yeah, kind of insane. Um, so and Miz, the last time, I mean the the last most important IC title holder before going through was definitely the Miz. So mm-hmm. I think Miz would be a safe uh, person to drop it to, um, and you know continue the prestigiousness of it and give him a give him like a a space to really. Feel, um, not want to say feel, but like continue like the momentum he has, which is being like a real baby face who is actually taking more risk in the ring. Uh, it's just a safe choice to me. So I would definitely like this. I've always been an advocate for Gunther being a uh, being the world heavyweight champion, just because number one, Gunther is a really great heel, and then number two, we need a new champion. Um, and I just feel like if we have, uh, if we're going to have, um, somebody be a champion over there who already feels like a mega champion, then why not be Guthier? Cause Guthier is pretty, pretty much put in that work. So yeah, I'm all for it. He's man. definitely put in that work, man. Shout out to Guthier, man. If Future Miz champ- wins that championship, the internet's going to erupt, bro. They're going to be mad as fuck. <laughs> Miz beat <Gunther. laughs> Twitter's not going like that. It don't sound believable at all, but Yeah. We'll see, man. We'll see. But uh, a lot of things happened on Raw this week. We've seen our guy, well, Sylvan's guy, Drew McIntyre, shook hands with Rhea Ripley to close Raw this week. Now, I want to ask you guys, do you think this is a heel turn or just business? Because me personally, I really truly feel like this is just transactional. I do not see um, Drew changing his character for, you know, for this moment. Um, I believe he just, you know, doing it for a one-off as a Survivor Series, and there's that. Mm, I think he might be turning. No heel. way, no way, man, I, no way. I, I think he might be turning heel. It, it no would make way. sense. So, so with all the rumors of a certain someone coming back to the company, it it would make sense why one of the baby faces uh, would <laughs> have to turn heel. And right now, it might be Drew McIntyre. I mean, oh, he's gonna man. be on the heel team at the pay per view. Or the PLE, he's gonna be on Team Judgment yeah. Day. I can't yep. see why. Like, how can he be a face? But he's teaming with all the hills versus the other faces. Like, he me got to be a heel, bro. Yeah, he's one hundred percent heel, man. Like, we've been we've been watching this anyways build up for a while. His whole explanation of how he's been screwed over by, uh, by the bloodline countless times. How he has an issue with anybody who actually trusts his Jay Uso. Like him, uh, Claymore kicking. No, Claymore. Uh, is it Claymore? That is the Claymore. It's the Claymore. Yeah. I don't. I don't know why kick. I always get uh, Claymore and um in the brogue. Bro in kick. the bro. Yeah, in the bro kick mixed up. I but, don't know how I knew it was gonna be the brogue. I don't. Know yeah, how. I always get those. <laughs> I always get those mixed up. But him giving uh, Jay Uso to Claymore, it just seems like he's at his wit's end, and 
he wants to exact some type of revenge on them, man. And um, I can honestly see ju- I can see Judgment Day winning at Survivor Series, which is crazy. But man, I would have loved to that... see. You said what, Quan? I'll say it depends on what that other person does because their team has five. Yeah. Cody team only got four, man. Pretty sure we're getting Randy Orton. Bro, I would have loved to see Hill Randy Orton, though, man. Uh, Facts. Facts. Uh, I mean, he could still turn at the end. Uh, it's man. all good. I don't want to see Hill Randy Orton, man. I really like what? We all love, bro. We love Randy Orton, bro. Like, we love that yeah. dude, dog. And he's For hilarious. Sure. Like, he always and he always cracking too. Like he like he's not. <laughs> nah. He always, he be cracking, breaking character. He be dancing yeah. to Bianca Belair theme. Yeah, bro. Like he <laughs> not like. Damn, yeah, man. man. Shout out, shout out, Randy, man. We gonna we gonna see him for sure. Get it for sure. Let's talk about Tony Khan for a second, man. Let's talk about Come Tony in. Khan for a second. So uh, recently he announced on Twitter that one of the world's best wrestlers has come to terms with AEW and they will oh, be signing brother. a contract at full gear. Good for them. Who could this possibly be? <laughs> who cares? I mean, let, let, we all know who it is. It's that dude of from course New Japan. Come on, man. We know who it is. Of course we know. Yeah, oh. man. I, it's a good so move. Quan called it. Quan called it weeks ago. I, I I called, called it, it. and by the time by the time this podcast come out, because I'm not sure when, if it's dropping Monday, but but by the time it comes out, we'll already know who it was. It's clearly Will Ospreay. We all knew it, and the reason being, the reason that I said it would Will Ospreay would be AEW bound is because I think Tony Khan is handing out blank checks when it comes to guys like Will Ospreay, who are big name New Japan guys or big name indie guys. Tony Khan is handing out blank checks. He's telling them. To submit an offer and I'm signing it. WWE is not going to do that with someone like Will Ospreay, especially when they're signing lesser known indie guys like Carmelo Hayes and Wesley. And they're also signing guys off the football field like Brian Breaker and Trick Williams. And they're turning these people into big stars. They're turning these people into big stars without investing tons of money into them. So I don't see WWE breaking that cycle to go out and try to sign somebody like Will Ospreay for five million dollars when they can just go grab someone from the nfl field and give them 80k a year <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> it, is, it is what it is i think there was some news yeah. about it already being will osprey out there that debuted earlier today and um about how it was a big deal because wwe was actively pursuing him um and really trying oh. to get him on board what, what does that look like though no, they probably offered that know. man an nxt deal worth 90k <laughs> Yeah, Sheesh, I I I personally nice. don't I personally don't care. I don't think Will Osprey is a needle mover. I think he's one of the best um, wrestlers in the world, one hundred percent, if not the mm. best wrestler in the world. Like I don't, but I don't think he's a guy that's like gonna go to AEW and put and sell tickets. Like I think he's just gonna be part of what's already going on over there. He's a safe. He's safe. He's safe over there. He can do what he does. He could be elevated at a at a slightly higher level, be on TV every night. But um I mean, it doesn't I don't I don't see that meaning anything really to AEW as a product right now. That's just yeah, me. That's true. I, that's true. If it, if Edge can't put butts in seats, then what makes you think? <laughs> then well, yeah. What is Will Osprey right. gonna do? And no disrespect to Will yeah. Osprey, it's no, just yeah. I, I would I would have rather seen him in WWE because I know like okay, you can really take what you've done and elevate it even more. But at AEW, you're just safe, and AEW is not even an environment that would elevate you. It's just an it, it's just an environment that would match you. So 
yeah good for you man i I hope you have a good time doing what you've always done for the majority of your career shout out will man shout out Will. watch it not be will watch it be like dolph ziggler or something (laughs) i know i know i heard i heard heard dolph is definitely pulling up but his his uh his he's supposed to be pulling up at full gear or something like that i think Man, dogs Ziggler, I think he man. Might. I think he might. That's that's a, that's a huge what could be, man. Oh man, I don't want to talk about Dolph, man. And he would kill it in AW. Yeah, Dolph he would, would kill it over there. He would kill it. And Dolph, and Dolph has done a lot. I mean, he's a isn't he a uh, what's that term he called over there at WWE? Uh, I'm about to say Triple Crown, but a that Grand was Slam? that was yeah. He's a Grand, Grand Slam, Slam champion. Yeah, he's a Grand Slam, bro. He's won like, every title. What has he yep. not done, bro? They don't look at him as a top contender, so he might as well go elsewhere. Right. Yeah. Yo, did y'all see that um, WWE and Big 12 uh, partnership? Bruh, sure I seen it on Twitter. Sure I was like, whoa, this is insane. WWE is really moving bags. Hey. They're really out here. They doing their thing, man. That that kind of tripped me out because, you know, everybody know I love college. So, uh, you know, they said the team who wins the game, there's going to be a WWE superstar on the field. They're going to hang you the Big 12 with the uh, WWE belt, it's a lot of things going on with WWE, man. They they doing a right. lot, and I feel like they that's just dope. signed. They just signed another deal with the NFL where they're gonna sell uh lucha masks with like N- NFL themed lucha what? masks. Like WWE, they get into the bag, man. At this point, I fully expect WWE to sign with Kim Kardashian Skims. Like I wouldn't be surprised if we yeah, start seeing Skims that. ads with like <laughs> Seth Rollins Bruh. and like Carmelo Hayes modeling the Skim underwear and shit. Because like WWE is they, they sign in all the bags. Fact, it's at the point crazy. where we start to, we starting to see like brands advertising on like the ring posts on the outside of the ring, and it's just like yo. We, Yo, we in the future now, baby. Shout out to the big Shout out to Nick Khan. Shout out to Nick Khan. The real Nick Khan. Nick Khan is the, yeah. he the, He's the reason all this is going on. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, man. Nick he Khan. He's the real man. Khan. <laughs> <laughs> the real Khan. That's that's crazy, man. Shout well, out to Nick Khan. One day man. it's going to come out that Nick Khan and Tony Khan related. Watch. That'd be crazy. Go, that'd be crazy. I mean, nah, they don't look Wait. like. They, they're not. They're they not don't. actually related. I was just, nah. They don't. They're look not, alike, they're not actually bro. related. They don't look like at all. There's, they don't look nothing alike. Yeah, they don't look like. Yeah. But yo, shout out, shout out WWE. Shout out to the uh, Big Twelve. I think USC is going to the Big Twelve, or maybe I'm Colorado. And I'm just playing. <laughs> Whoa, yeah, yeah. What happened to Coach Prime, man? What happened to Coach Prime? You still what happened? Confidence. Rap. What happened? He, he got the. They need a, man, you know? they need a whole new O line, man, because Shooter is not protected at all. Bruh. It's horrible over there. That man getting yeah. beat every 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 play he's getting sacked. Yeah, what's going That's on? Terrible. But yo, shout shout out to college ball, shout out to WWE. Speaking of WWE, of course, they announced that they will hold their first PPL. Why well, about to say PPL? PPL, damn, it, dog. PPL, it's Silver's fault. It's Silver's fault. Hey yo, we need those racks. We need that. We need that. We need their first that. premium live event. PLE. In France, backlash 2024, baby. That's crazy. Quan was just talking about how there is no more big fours because what is backlash doing in France? <laughs> what? That's like a, ain't exactly. that a football stadium? What's going on? And here, they were yo? just in, uh, what were they, they last time? We're going to go to another level. We're going to France. We're trying to go to France. Bonjour. I'm down. I'm down. <laughs> I got my passport. We, oui, we. Oui. I mean, <laughs> Wait, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. May fourth, 
I can't do it, bro. You are he already uh, yeah, somewhere else. Already he out know. Cody. That's Star Wars. That's Star Wars. Disneyland. Day, bro. <laughs> uh, right, man. Oh, I forgot. Me and Quan gonna go out there, man. And may the force hey, be but, with y'all, man. That's out. That's completely out. But nah, like I was saying, man, that that whole big four concept is it's done with, bro. We got Backlash is about to be in France in front of like sixty thousand people, and that's not even a big pay per view. That's like a, a that's like a C level pay per view, like historically. Yeah, that's yeah. Backlash. Facts. So it's like, hey, WWE's doing away with that whole big. They want every every PLE to be big. Ain't no big four no more. This is the Big Twelve, <laughs> like like college football. This is the Big Twelve. Every paper, every PLE is gonna be huge at this point. Yeah, man. It's so real. it's so crazy to see how. Nick Khan and Endeavor are like really treating WWE moving forward, man. It's just, it's just really wild, yeah. man. Like to see from like prime Vince times where, you know, WrestleMania was like stadiums and then you just had like the regular arena pay per views, like yeah. to now you're doing 60,000 and a backlash. Like, I remember the backlash was just <laughs> like crazy. Oh, yeah, let's get it. Like, let's run it. So, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm all, I'm all down for this. Um, I love that WWE is expanding their territory and uh, I know how hard it must be to secure those dates. Right. Um, so the fact that they are getting these things done and it just feels even more like a huge deal. Like we really in the future, bro. Like I can't imagine right. where WWE is going to be 30 years from now. Right. Hey and man, put some respect on backlash. Cause they had the best facts. ending at backlash 2000. Wait, that was one? the loudest three count ever. When uh wait, wait, which, when uh, Rock was, was Rock was wrestling Rock was wrestling Hunter I believe, and Stone yeah. Cold came back and returned. Oh, oh yeah yeah God, yeah. That three yes, count sir. was loud, that. bro. Oh. I remember that. I remember. Whoever that. don't remember, remember go that. watch Backlash 2000. Wasn't that a and, Iron? Wasn't that an Iron Man match? Ah, uh, I I just think the Rock. I don't. Remember. I just remember I just the Rock getting pedigree through the announce table. At some point. 60 minutes rock. Let's see if you can hang. Maybe that was Iron Match. Maybe that was uh, yo, Iron that's Man. like my favorite. That's my favorite uh WWE promo package is the Iron Man match between Rock and Hunter. Yeah, Hunter. Oh no, man. Scott, Scott Steiner and Test had a, a a fire one. It was random as hell, but it was like fire. <laughs> I'm gonna send it, I'm gonna send it <laughs> like, to y'all in a group, bro. I'm gonna send it to y'all in a group chat. Y'all gonna be like, "Wait, what? Why is this Scott so fire?" Steiner and Test. Bro, they made that I, they they made that feud feel like it was the greatest shit ever. I miss when he had symphonies for the background music, bro. When he used to put like uh, all the like Beethoven and stuff behind the uh, promo packages. Facts. Ah, yeah, I miss man. that. Facts. Man. Good time. And also, time. we got to point out, we got to point out, WWE is really getting the bag with these premium live events overseas because these places like France, they're literally bidding for the rights to have that PLE over there because it brings so much business to the city. So WWE yeah. is getting bags from the government, from like the France government. Like they're getting bags. This is not like they're renting out a stadium so they can have a show. They're getting bags from the places that they're going. They got Sheesh. how much did they get from uh from the Saudi to put a show over there? Like a billy? Fitty, like was, fitty, fitty, fitty million. No, something. Yo, it's levels, bro. It's really levels. It's levels, man. Shout shout to WWE. They doing their thing, man. But um, where is Jade Cargo, y'all? What happened <laughs> to go. Jade? <laughs> Cargo, man. Yo, so I don't know if y'all y'all seen, but WWE is facing online criticism for how they're handling her. She's disappeared from TV after, you know, being teased for weeks. Is WWE mishandling her run like AEW is mishandling Edge? 
That's the big question. Called. That's the big question right here. It's really not. I bro. feel. It's not. <laughs> I feel. <laughs> I feel that. Relax. She's she's at the PC. She want to get her work in before she comes, Gosh. you know, into the big light. And she know that she need work to be done. There's come on. Relax. She got to learn. Wait it out. Let it play out. She got to learn the, you know. She got to learn the ropes. Yeah, I got I agree with that. She So people got to understand that the WWE style of wrestling and like the fact that they kind of like cool things off during commercial breaks and stuff. That's a lot different from the AEW style. Cause AEW does picture in picture. They don't even slow down during the breaks. They be out, <laughs> they be over there doing superplexes <laughs> and moonsaults while the commercials are going on. So it's like the WWE style was a lot different from that AEW style. And Jay Cargill has not wrestled the WWE style. So she has to go to the PC and get acclimated with that before she can actually go out there and wrestle. And while she's in the meantime learning how to wrestle the WWE style, it would make no sense to just have her on TV every week doing random things, knowing that she's not going to be in that ring. So I'm not mad that they're holding off on her right now. Y'all shouldn't be mad either. It is what it is. Calm down. Calm down. Let it play out. Yeah, y'all relax. Let it play out. Um, Jay Cargo is a big deal. Let's not forget, too, that when she does debut, like for real, for real, and has her first stint, it's going to be a big deal. And it's not going to just be at any show. It's not going to just be on a random Raw or a random, you know what I mean, SmackDown. It's going to be presented like a big deal. Like, Jay Cargill is really here. So Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure they want to take their time to make sure that Jay Cargill has everything she needs. Because once once everything goes, the spotlight really is going to be on her. And it's not going to be any stopping that train. So, yeah, man, give it some time. Let it rock. Who do do y'all think is training her? Uh, I don't know. Damn, that's a good question. Probably Sarah Stock. I think Sarah Stock is still in WWE. She was a uh... no. Is that is it Sarah Stock or is it Sarah Del Rey? One of those Cesaro, Cesaro's wife. So Cesaro's wife used to be um, in Ring of Honor. Her name was Sarah Del Rey. She was like an incredible wrestler over in Ring of Honor, and apparently she's in WWE PC helping training the women over there. And mm. it's it's actually crazy that she works in WWE while Cesaro is doing his thing in AEW, but. I'm pretty sure she's running the show over there. So she's probably training Jay Cargill right now. Sarah, Sarah Del Rey. Sarah That's Del Rey. Crazy. And probably, I'm, I'm sure Natalia's involved too, because apparently Natalia helps train like every girl that comes through that door. Shouts to Natalia. I That's... wish Scotty Tuhati was still with WWE. Then he, he was stepped. a good trainer. He was, yeah, he was. He, he was trained, he trained uh, Rhea. Yeah, he stepped. Oh, whoa. I didn't even know that. Yeah, he trained Rhea and he trained. Uh, Raquel, I believe. I think it's Raquel. 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 I think it's Yo, shout her out too. to shout out to all the coaches in PC, man, because they don't yeah, get enough man. shine. They be doing their thing, like Norman yeah, Smiley yeah. and um, A yeah. Train. Remember A Train? Albert he over A-Train, there. A Train. He and Phil. A Train, bro. That's and Steve Carino. A lot. A lot of people don't know that Steve Carino, former ECW champion, like legend. Steve Carino is in WWE PC training the hell out of Autumn. What? Kids. Yeah, a lot of people don't know, man. Steve Carino, he around. Shout out to all them, man. Shout out to WWE PC. Yeah, man. Shout out to the PC. That's all I got for the rundown, my guys. That's it. That's it. That's it. I will look. You know, we always appreciate you for taking us on that journey. I guess that means it's time for the Black Wrestler of the Week, one of my favorite segments because I love to give my flowers to my black peers. We like to give our flowers over here to our black favorite black wrestlers, both past and present. This week, I think I want to nominate. I want to nominate 
I know who I want to. I want to nominate Tiny Zeus Lester. Wow. Whoa. R.I.P. Yeah. The black community knows Tiny Lister as Debo, the neighborhood bully from the Friday franchise. One of the most iconic characters in black cinema history. Tiny was a real cool dude, but a lot of people don't know. He started off as a pro wrestler. He was in the the movie No Holds Barred, which was um, starring Hulk Hogan and financed by WWE. And he became a, a full-time WWE wrestler after that. He was in WWE for maybe one or two years. Moved over to WCW, where he wrestled as the Z-Gangster or something like that. This thing <laughs> over there. But, right, right. That's a wild name, the Z-Gangster. Yeah, but dog. talk about extending your career, man. He was able to take that. And the 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 attention that he got from that and pivot that into an acting career where he became one of the most iconic characters that we've all known, which is Debo driving riding down the street on the squeaky bike in the big flannel. So shout out to Tiny Zeus Lister, you're my nomination for Black Wrestler of the Week, and rest in peace, rest in peace, you rest legend. in peace, man, legend. Yo, Black All Star, rest in peace, man. Yeah, like, man. I still, it's so crazy thinking about certain people that. Just aren't no longer with us, man. Like you don't facts. Like dang, what? Like what the dang, that did happen. Crazy, man. Yeah. All right, man. I'm gonna nominate uh, somebody that we talk about often that doesn't get talked about also enough at the same point. Um, at the same time, um, I'm just gonna come out and say it. I'm gonna nominate my man Xavier Woods. Let's just call it a stack. Xavier Woods is an incredible wrestler, obviously one-third of the illustrious New Day, um, still active as one-half of the illustrious New Day. Um, He did have probably, quite possibly, one of the uh, not most memorable debuts in uh, WWE history. (laughs) One of the worst. (laughs) One of the worst. He's on record of saying that himself, by the way, so this ain't no shots. Facts, yeah. but Xavier Woods is quite possibly one of the best wrestlers of all time. If we're really looking at it, like this guy is just incredibly stellar, has an amazing mind for the business, and just overall a very kind soul. Um, king of the <laughs> ring, and he's somebody that I feel really deserves an incredible singles run. And I don't know if that'll really happen just because I feel like the new day is never going to break up. Um, so I want to give my flowers to you, Xavier Woods, King Woods, King Xavier. Um, thank you for being as great as you have always been. And uh, thank you for also all of the side missions that uh, you participated in. Uh, Quiet is kept in like wrestling history that like doesn't really get talked about a lot. Like hey, the TNA run, yeah. Consequence Creed, man. Yeah, yeah. Consequences Creed, literally. And I feel like also I, I don't know. I, I might not be completely accurate in this. I, I feel like there was a time where I could be confusing him. I could be confusing Xavier for somebody else. But there was a time where like he was wrestling someone like. During like the earth, like in like amateur wrestling, like somebody mm-hmm. prominent, and I don't know if it was Kurt or if it was Brock. I'm gonna have to get that right. I'm gonna have to get I that wouldn't right. be surprised because yeah, he was a he was a collegiate wrestler for sure. Yeah, but he was yeah. like he was gonna break somebody's. Uh, I think it was <clears throat> Kurt. He, I don't know if it was Kurt, but he he was gonna break somebody's um like streak, their winning streak, 100. percent And he like he was like one of the top guys in the in the building, you know. Either way, giving my flowers to Xavier Woods. Thank you for always being great. Uh, and thank you for also being so selfless because you are an incredibly selfless human being. Great nominations this week, my guys. Great nominations. But there only can be one. Um, I'm going to give it a tiny. I'm going to give it a tiny this this, this week. Uh, simply because 
that brother, you know, he deserves his flowers um, just in life in general because Mm -hmm. it seemed like he was so forgotten. Like, nobody, you know, he passed away and nobody just, you know, cared, said nothing or anything. Right. Uh, and of course, Xavier Woods, he's going to be nominated again. Like, we, I don't take nothing yeah. from him. That that guy's incredible. But uh, yeah, man, Tiny, he he's he's done a lot. He's you know went through WWF, WCW. Um, he's definitely a legend in the black community. Mm-hmm. Uh, every time we ride our bikes, we say Debo. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and also he really stood up for his culture, like behind the scenes he really stood up for what he truly believed in and he didn't take he didn't take no bs from hollywood and none of that and right. um i heard he was a great guy too uh one of he, the I, nicest he, guys dude. he said he, he was really nice nicest. yeah facts he was actually actually did one of uh my homie's music videos for him for free oh like on some, wow on some random stuff so shout out to my my bro tommy sketch you know what i'm saying oh tommy sketch I ain't, yeah I man all about tommy what tommy doing shout out man. my bro tommy man uh yeah, he in one of his videos, but uh yeah, Black Wrestler of the Week, our guy Tommy Lister, R.I.P. Yeah, boy, rest in peace, Tiny Man. One of the, the nicest yeah, guys. Like he would, if you went up to him and asked him for a picture, he would take a picture with you, dap you up, shake your hands. If you do, if you put the camera on him, he'll start. He'll get into character and act mean and like, don't you record me? But once that camera's off, he's back to being the nicest guy ever, man. So yeah, rest man. in peace, Tiny Lister, man. You are appreciated over here. Now, Whew. I love how we show love and then we just go right to like the most the the, the sinister, the most evil, like sinister, <laughs> like foul. <laughs> but we got to pack them up, oh man! Y'all know about the pack them up awards. This is where we highlight the most nastiest, ugly moments of the week in pro wrestling. And this week, I have to pack up my boy, man. I got to pack up Rey Mysterio. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> come on I gotta damn. back up Ray Mysterio because I'm on Twitter yesterday right or X I'm on the X app scrolling why am I seeing Ray Mysterio ass naked sitting on a tire bro is that real is that really real it's real yeah, it's I real, thought it was dog. so I thought this picture was AI at first so I, I sent it to the group chat because we we're laughing about it come to find out this is a real picture because y'all know ESPN does the body issue right ESPN does a magazine called The Body Issue where it's just like photos of athletes and entertainers fully nude, but they're like kind of covered. So it's not like they're showing too much. And Rey Mysterio, uh, I guess in 2018, Rey Mysterio took these pictures. Him, Charlotte Flair and a couple others, they took these pictures for ESPN, the magazine. But those pictures kind of never really surfaced and they didn't really go viral until right now. Because if you go to your Twitter right now, you're probably going to run across a picture of Rey Mysterio ass naked sitting on a tire. <clears throat> Bare ass sitting on a tire. I never want to see Rey Mysterio naked in my life. So Rey Mysterio, I'm sorry you a legend, but for taking these pictures, you got to get packed up this week, my brother. And why is this going viral right now? Why, why of all times right now is this going viral? Like what? How did this happen? I don't know, I don't know man. It's highly unfortunate, man. Ray Mysterio, put some Yikes. clothes on, bro. Put some clothes on, Come man. On, Ray. Put some clothes Come on, on, Ray. Come on, Ray. Man, you know I'm packing up, man. So I'm, I'm, I'm packing up who uh, Cooley packing up, too. So we might be sharing a, a pack up no, today, Cooley. Same pack packs. up, huh? Same you know pack. Straight up. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about it. Look, man, I'm packing up Dwayne, The Rock, oh, <laughs> man. We all leave you that man alone. Packed up. Yes, you are. Uh. You are getting packed up. The Rock says he was close to signing with Pride. Back in 1997 <laughs> and transitioning from wrestling to MMA. No, you weren't, Rock. 
No, you were not. No, like, I, come on, brother. Like, you, How we know? like Maybe. we know, we know, we know, we know, man. We don't need you lying like Hulk Hogan out here in these streets, bro. You already lied enough to us, to our faces about coming to WrestleMania. Just like he lied and said that WrestleMania with The Rock and Roman Reigns was locked in. For, for thirty for thirty nine, he lied. Yeah, that like, was bro, hilarious, like, bro. Bro, it's like, bro, you're becoming like a habitual liar at this point. Like, we don't, we don't really need you to do this for us. Like, we, I don't know what you think you're gaining by telling these stories, but stop it. Like, like, stop it. We don't, we don't need that. We don't need that from you, dog. We're not you trying. Lie. Cool. He you getting his pack. Who we packing? Same pack. <laughs> the, the, rock. <laughs> the Rock is the same. Why? <laughs> Get him in a box, I, preferably a box like this. Up. <laughs> Put him <laughs> and ship him away. <laughs> He's getting Damn. packed up, man. Sorry. How we know the Rock lying? Man, we you know, know what I feel like the Rock does? I feel like the Rock is in the black community. We got the saying where you you put in you put in is it ten on twenty? It's t- putting ten on twenty, 20 or t- twenty, 20 on, 10, on ten? Whatever. You putting twenty on ten. Mm-hmm. The Rock puts twenty on ten, man. So I'm, I'm sure at some point The Rock probably thought and was like, you know what? Pride just approached me. Maybe I should do it. But it was probably just the thought and it passed and then he went on about his business and kept wrestling. But now he's telling this story and he's putting extras on it. He's putting 20 on 10 and pretending like he was really this close to going to, to Bellator or Pride and really fighting. It's like, bro, no, you wasn't. He no, you wasn't. Bro. What, what, what year, he what year did Rock really like, blow up? 1997, bro. Exactly. He was wasn't going nowhere. Like, yes, it was. Yeah. He wasn't was going the nowhere. It's the year when he started really bubbling. It was like, oh, like, he's like, nah. not going anywhere, dog. Pride like, started man. in October of 97, bro. Right. Bro, he also signed his contract in what, 95? Like, I'm pretty sure he was still under contract, bro. Like, you're not going <laughs> You're not going He debuted in 96 Survivor Series. Yeah, bro, you're not. Hey, you're not shout going. out to The Rock, man. I feel like The Rock and Tony Khan has been packed up more times than anybody on this podcast. Nah, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> oh yeah, we do. We Hulk Hogan, packing yeah. Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan, yeah. and Tony Khan get hey, the most packs. Hey. Cooley, Cooley, he hasn't packed up uh, John Moxley. John Moxley in a minute. Yeah, sheesh. Hey. <laughs> he ain't been bleeding that much. He been he been yeah, kind of maybe, maybe them concussions oh, yeah. and all that. Yeah. Hey, he gonna he probably gonna bleed tomorrow though. So yeah, tomorrow. Be ready, man. Be ready for that. Be ready for that. It's gonna be a sweat box <laughs> tomorrow, dog. Oh man, I wonder how this is gonna feel, man. This is this is my first AEW pay per view. I'm excited. I wasn't excited at first, but now I'm excited because after Mine seeing too. that Swerve and Hangman promo, man, I'm excited. For I that. just hope it don't I'm rain. For that. Man, I almost felt like Hangman was a little, you know, racist in that uh, in that promo. <laughs> Whoa, you know I mean? he said Prince Nana be buying weed in the parking lot. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> Why, I was bro? like, like yo. Like, <laughs> I'm like, why I'm like, is he that, saying that? Like, what, like, what's wrong with you, fam? I would have been like, bro, man, you just maxed. You had the weakest reign out of everybody in this motherfucker. Stop man. it! Stop it! Stop he it! Did. Hangman, Hangman had, had the, look at me. Look from at me, a quality standpoint, if we, I will tell you to your face, you had the worst AEW championship reign in history, and it, it was so bad it had to be cut short so that CM Punk could save the company. That's cap. Hangman had an incredible reign from a quality standpoint. Hangman I didn't say he didn't have an incredible reign. I didn't say he didn't have. Oh, oh come, the the best. Look, 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 look. 
He had a good range, but, this is but a, it was still the but worst. This is a conversation. This is a conversation for a whole nother time because we have ran out of time over here. We got to get out of here, my brothers. I am out. We are out. This is wrestling with the homies. Make sure you're tapping in. Make sure you hit that notification bell and turn them notifications on. And make sure you are subscribed because if you're not, you a ghost. And we don't like ghosts over here. I'm afraid of ghosts. I'm I'm terrified of ghosts. So don't be a ghost. Make sure you're you're subscribed. I couldn't even get that out. But make sure you're subscribed. This is wrestling <laughs> with the homies. We out.